Welcome to Cool Breeze Over the Mountains, a podcast where we chronologically step through and discuss each film starring Keanu Reeves. My name is Andrew Gormley, and I am one of your hosts. I am joined on this episode and every episode by my co-hosts. A bomb is made to explode. That's its meaning, its purpose. Whitney Nelson was made to podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was very apt for you. So Yes. I have a lot of them. And after 30 years on this show, he'll also receive a small pension and a cheap gold watch. Evan Wells. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So many good lines in this movie. I, it mm-hmm. was a spoil of riches, much like Whitney, you were talking right before we started with the trivia. I was like, yes. what do I pick? What is the best line to describe each of my co-hosts? I hope There's I, a lot. I hope I did you both proud. You did. You always do. <laughs> Even when you're bankrupt or anything, <laughs> anything <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> okay. This is very exciting. This is a big episode. But also, yes. we've moved into a new year. Uh, and actually, 1994, we only have this movie in 1994. This was maybe his... This is a big one. Yeah, this is like his slowest year, probably. <laughs> Just one movie this year. Let's talk a little bit about what was happening in the world at large, all right? Again, we, we're not going for hard-hitting news here. This is just like surface-level, kind of interesting, pop culture type stuff. All right, 1994, yeah. Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. Some of Ooh. you, some of the listeners, based on our interactions on Twitter, weren't even alive for this, which really makes me <laughs> feel my own mortality. <laughs> I remember <laughs> it. Clear as day. Yeah, I, definitely. Uh, and then there was a movie made about that. That's super good, I, Tanya. If you want a little bit more context, if you weren't alive for it, or even if you were, really, really good. Check that out. Uh, Netscape Navigator was released and became mm-hmm. like the best web browser in the wow. world. That's wild. For a period of time, I guess, right? Yeah. For a while. Yeah. O.J. Simpson flees the police in his white Bronco. I watched that happen on television. I think maybe Whitney also, and I don't know if Evan might have been a little, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I watched it. I I might not recall it. Okay. I I probably watched it. (laughs) All right. All right. And then we had the world's first satellite digital television service launch. And if, Mm. uh, you know... DirecTV or DISH or anything or any measure uh, currently, it hasn't improved much in the intervening years. It's just not very good. So, <laughs> shots fired. And it's hard to it's hard to update satellites once they're up there. <laughs> right. God <laughs> damn it. We should have made them better. <laughs> we should have waited. <laughs> 1994 was a hell of a year in movies. I'm gonna list mm-hmm. these uh, down here really oh, quickly. Ready? Here we go. Shawshank Redemption, Forrest Gump, The Lion King, True Lies, Dumb and Dumber, Clear and Present Danger, The Mask, Pulp Fiction, Four Weddings and a Funeral, Miracle on 34th Street, Star Trek, Generations, and our best picture winner is Schindler's List. Yep. Wow. All right. What are you watching for the rest of your life, Whitney? (laughs) I don't know. Um, Probably The Lion King. (laughs) Nice. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> I heard they're remaking that. I heard they're remaking that. <laughs> what about you, Andrew? This was super easy. You never bet against James Cameron. True lies all the way, baby! Yeah! <laughs> I, I think uh, Forrest Gump, because I, I can listen to that soundtrack on repeat. Oh, it's so incredible. good. Mm-hmm. Anytime you have a movie set in that period of time, it's like, here are some songs. We're going to throw some credence in here. It's going to be great. It's good. Yeah. 
It's yeah. really, really good. Yeah. 1994 on television had some pretty cool shows, really all over the map, though. So uh, it's the dawn of Jerry Springer, which kind of created its own subgenre of television yep. shows, mm -hmm. really, For in sure. a way. We had uh, Ren and Stimpy, Beavis and Butthead, two amazing animated series there. Frasier, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, NYPD Blue, Deep Space Nine, The Late Show with David Letterman, and The X-Files. Uh. Really, really solid. Good stuff. Yeah. Now, we don't normally do this, but I have 1994 in music here. And Ooh. you might come at me and say, 1994 in music, what do we got? We got Snoop Dogg. We got Pearl Jam. We have Boys to Men. I'm not interested in any of that. <laughs> Bold. I have something I want the two of you to listen to, quite possibly changed the face of music in 1994. Just let that fade out there. <laughs> Do either of you recognize that? No. Evan, you got anything? No. That's from the debut album from a little band called Dog Star. <laughs> if you didn't know, <laughs> Keanu Reeves is playing bass in that song, guys. Oh, man. He's, there you go. He's crushing it. Oh, my God. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe we we might be able to squeeze in a bonus episode where we uh, I, I don't want to listen to the whole Dog Star album because that was that was the hit. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> so worth noting, Keanu was busy this Definitely. year with music and acting, doing a little bit of everything. Fun. So to the matter at hand, you know what yes. we're talking about today? No, I do. Speed. Speed. Gentlemen, what we have here are 13 passengers in an express elevator. Bomb's already taken out cables. Bomber wants $3 million or he blows the emergency brakes. Anything else that'll keep this elevator from falling? Uh, basement. He can strike anywhere. At any time. Will the mystery guest please sign in? Why are they messing with me? Do they think I'm doing this for fun? For L.A. cop Jack Traven. Tell me again, Harry, why did I take this job? Oh, come on, 30 more years of this, you get a tiny pension and a cheap gold watch. Cool. The game began. Very exciting, Jack. Some close calls, huh? When someone put the city of Los Angeles to the ultimate test. Pop quiz, hot shot. There's a bomb on the... Let that fade out. That's amazing. Watch that trailer. It's really well done. Yeah. Oh, so good. I feel like this is our first movie with a deep voice guy voiceover. <laughs> Could be, yeah. For I Jack. think it is. Yeah. It's also interesting that they focus so much on the first, like, ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And not at all about what happens for the rest of it, because that way right. they don't... Like, for so long, we had trailers that just give you literally everything that happens in the movie, every action shot, every funny line, and you go see the movie, and you're like, well, I already knew all of that stuff that was yep. good because yeah. of the trailer. What the for hell? To, to not show anything that happens except for in the first bit, I like that. 
Yeah, absolutely. It Definitely. was. It, it, it's a lot of fun, and it really puts. You get a lot of the Keanu one-liners, which happen early in the movie. The one about the basement was perfect. So. The plot synopsis from IMDb is as follows. A young police officer must prevent a bomb exploding aboard a city bus by keeping its speed above 50 miles per hour. Seems simple enough. Mm-hmm. This was directed by, I, I, I'm not super sure how to pronounce this fellow's name. I'm going to try it two different ways. John DeBon? Or maybe it's Jan with a soft J. It's, Jan. It's, it's probably Jan. All right. Jan DeBon. Let's go with that. This was actually his first movie, which mm-hmm. is nuts because yeah. it's great. You can actually only go down from here. However, yeah. he has a couple <laughs> he has a couple other really strong films. He followed this up with Twister, Speed 2, The Haunting, and then he did the second Angelina Jolie Lara Croft film. It was called The Cradle of Life, which was meh, but it, it did well, did pretty well in the box office. It like almost broke even, a little more then. Co-starring alongside Keanu in this film is Dennis Hopper, Sandra Bullock, Joe Morton, Jeff Daniels, and you cannot not mention Cameron Fry himself, mm-hmm. Alan Ruck. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Alan Ruck is the tourist. He's pivotal. He's pivotal to the story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're getting to the critical and audience reception here. I'll let Whitney take this away, as she tends to do, and let us know if this matches up with your expectations here as well. This does not match up with my expectations because it was a 94% critical reception, really, really high, very good, only 76% audience reception. And I feel like that's off because I know for a fact that this movie did better than they thought it would. Like it, it made more money than they expected and they expected it to do pretty well because it's a big action movie. And I remember at the time even them talking about how well the movie did and that it kind of took some people by surprise, the success of the movie. So for it to get 76% audience score is very surprising to me. I would have assumed much higher than that. Given everything we know, I not that I expected these numbers to be flipped, but... Kind of, right? I, I, I this mean, is a I really well-made movie. I don't think that this that I expected them to be flipped because, I mean, critics in general don't necessarily put as much stock behind kind of straight-up action movies. Right. But this is a very well-made movie. Like, you as a critic go to see this, you're not going to not recommend it to people because that's a fun night at the movies. Absolutely. We have, I, I pulled uh, user and qu- critic quotes here that I think really address the matter at hand, in my opinion. The critic quote, Stephen Rea from the Philly Inquirer, I think I've used his quotes before. Uh, he says, DeBont has assembled it with masterly precision and speed looks terrific. There are breathtaking aerial shots, mind-boggling stunts, and camera positioning that you just don't expect. It's a rocketing eyeful, which is really, really good. And then we have Emma D, who gave it five stars. She's just a user. My favorite action movie of all time. Fast paced and not at all cheesy. Also, young Keanu Reeves is gorgeous, but that's not really important to the plot. <laughs> Find me a flaw in this film. I dare you. Well, Ooh. <laughs> challenge well, Emma, accepted. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we'll give it our best shot, Emma. But right. I do have to say, overall, this movie is fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. 
This it, movie is so good. I forgot how good it was until I was rewatching it. And I even knew that I was excited to come back to this because it was going to be good. Like, mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it in for so long and I was excited. I knew I was going to have fun. And it was still even better than I remembered it being as being good. It's it's crazy. Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess Emma had her eyes closed for the whole bus jumping scene. But we'll let that go. I think the camera also had its aperture closed for the bus because there was only a takeoff (laughs) and a landing. But so this does not. I actually know about this because I was doing research for the for the world's favorite game. (gasps) But (laughs) but the bus actually, they had no idea it would jump that high. They had the camera set up for where they did all the math and they did all the whatever. And they were like, the bus is going to land here. And the bus jumped much higher and much more successfully than they thought (laughs) it was going to and jumped essentially out of frame. And the other thing is they had to do it more than once because the first time the bus landed so smoothly, it didn't seem real. They were like, no one's going to believe that this was actually a jump that a bus (laughs) did. We have to do it again and make it a rougher landing. I so love not only that. did that bus jump happen in real life, it happened so perfectly that it went out of frame and landed too smoothly, and they had to do it again. <laughs> wow! Damn it! I wish we had a wide of that because that's incredible. That, that yeah. was like yeah. my biggest nitpick. I was like, all we saw was the takeoff and the landing, and not the obviously the wide that you would expect in the middle. But that's uh. crazy to know. If only there would have been iPhones back then. Sure. It would have been a the movie would have been would have over been on, pretty quick. It would actually. have been on Twitter and we could have gone and watched the wide. Yes. Damn it. Damn it. All right, Ev, I guess we're getting right into this. Did did this work for you? I think you said it did, but yeah. You want to uh <laughs> Oh my god, people would find me and beat me up if I said it didn't work. I for would me. find you and beat you oh! up. Exactly. Exactly. I got his address. I'll text it to you. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's great. The it's original and, um, you know, there's, it's just, there's good everywhere. I think for what this movie is, you, I anticipated it wouldn't age well. And I anticipated that I was going to be upset by the effects, right? Cause this is practical effects time. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't really like the scene where he's on that little cart, like sliding under the bus Yeah, was like ultra realistic and it was that kind of, for what it was it's like this is stupid this is like no way but it they really pulled it off you know and there was only a couple times where you could see like something under the bus that was helping it go on two wheels or or like the it trying to get over that gap in the in the uh in the highway or whatever but outside of that it was still super impressive that they pulled that off that they still like did those things practically and I don't know, that just made it more exciting. Um, and I, I think Keanu nailed it. I mean, he just, he steals the movie. He's got a ton of screen time. Um, he's well scripted. And I don't know, it's just all there. So definitely worked for me. I'd watch it again, like, yeah. days later. So. Yeah, yep. it's so good. The pacing is so on point which is so critical for an action movie to keep the tension, but not go overboard with the tension where you're just on the edge of your seat the entire time. Yes. The, they did the right amount of story where there's some, so there's motivation, but there's not too much that you get bogged down in the story, which you don't really need for an action movie. That's why something like Die Hard or this are so great is because there's enough story to drive it, 
but not too much story that you worry about anything else that's going on or plot holes or whatever. You don't need any of that. Um, I just think that they crushed it. The dialogue is funny. Yes. Um, I really didn't think the dialogue would hold up that well. And I like where Evan, you were sort of expecting it to be cheesy because of the effects and what we've done with effects since I expected it to be cheesy because of the dialogue and how things have changed since. And it didn't at all. It played super well for me. And I definitely think that I was, I knew Keanu was good in this movie because this movie is what made Keanu like a star. Like he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's done well in a bunch of stuff, but this is the movie that turned him from, an actor into a star. I think way more than Point Break, although Point Break was sort of like the launching pad to get him to speed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he did so good at at carrying this movie. And he doesn't say much, but he did such a good job with the intensity and the reactions. Yeah, I I really, really like this movie. It's awesome. I'm going to go ahead and, and agree with you and maybe take it a step further and say that this movie is like, it's on par with Die Hard. And I don't know if a lot of people I, would say that. I prefer wow. it to Die Hard. I think, wow. I think they both hold up in such an interesting and unique way. Mm-hmm. And, and this is, I think we probably discussed this on our first episode. This is like the first time Keanu is in something that redefined a genre, right? Mm-hmm. This is the first time. And Not he's done it like time, two or three more time. times, right? Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, right. I agree with the pacing. Uh, comment that you said, Whitney, as well. I mm-hmm. think that I, this is props to the screenwriter, truly, where the gradual raising of the stakes, uh, like problem, solution, bigger problem, bigger solution, huge problem, huge solution. I think it was so well done. And it kept just inching up to like the point of being ridiculous. But I was like, okay, I'm still in. They did not jump the shark. Like, I, I, I'll buy it. Like, Ev, what you said, the thing where he's going under the bus, I'm like, eh, I guess that's really the only way you might be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Doesn't right. look safe, but yeah, maybe. No. All right. I think the casting of both Dennis Hopper and Jeff Daniels was spot on. Like, having these older people uh, Sherpa him in different kind of ways. Like, Jeff Daniels especially, he was really funny for the moments that he had in this movie as kind of like the old cop, I guess, <laughs> like the the mentor, as it were. And I don't know if we mentioned it. I, I really liked the chemistry between Keanu and Sandra in this. I thought yes. there were some knowing looks and smiles and stuff that were exchanged. I was like, this is great. I can't wait for these two to maybe make another movie together again in like 25 years. <laughs> and force Whitney to watch it, even though she spent years <laughs> trying to avoid it. Sorry. <laughs> And then my last note is is one that is just like a personal, I love this. This movie easily could have been PG-13, but I love that they went for it and they're like, no way, we're going to stab a guy right in the face five minutes yeah. into this movie. It's a hard yeah. R. It's a hard yeah. R. <laughs> yeah. I just love the commitment to the R. <laughs> so, and despite all that, it crushed at the box office. It's great. I love everything yeah. about this movie. Fantastic. Everything about it. It's so good. Oh, yeah. And then I also mentioned this earlier. This is, before we start recording, one of the most memorable scores ever. Here is nine seconds that will be stuck in your head for, I don't know, the next three weeks. Hmm. That's it. That's all you need. As soon as I kicked in, I got goosebumps. I was like, 
incredible. Yeah, I forgot all about this. Me too. The score is so good in this. And I f- didn't remember how iconic it was because it it's not like the Jaws theme or the Psycho theme or something where, you know, it's it's become sort of like a, a meme unto itself. Yes. You don't hear that outside of Speed. So I didn't know that I would immediately be like, oh, my God, that's Speed the second right. that the music started. Right. But it was yeah. the second that it started. I was like, it, I got chills as well. And it's so good. Those, uh. Those opening credits were were so long, though, at the beginning of the yes, movie. They yes, they were. And, and they were very terribly <laughs> rendered. That is the only thing in this movie that did not age well is the opening credits. Right. Yeah. And there's no way people... You try to do a movie now of three full minutes of nothing happening except going down an elevator shaft and people are like, I'm out, I'm on Twitter already. I forgot that I'm even watching this movie. <laughs> so that was fun yeah. to watch. Like, they don't make them like this anymore. Do we have anything else? No, I I think we've showered no. this movie with the maybe not even the appropriate amount of praise, but <laughs> enough. I think it's time. I think it's time for the world's favorite game. Bob Quiz asshole. There was a time when I had the need to learn from you. Oh, what the hell do you know? Lose! I don't lose! I win! Got a lot to learn about sportsmanship. I'm very hyped for this this one. Yeah, I I wish you you both could see me like mouthing every one of those lines, and then <laughs> making making my my body language like fit to the different lines. Oh, I can't wait until we get to lose. I don't lose. I win. Devil's advocate. Yes. If you are just tuning in, this is our little quizzo show. Whitney is going to be, she's the host, so she's asking the questions. Evan and I have vowed not to do any any kind of research or anything. She asks us each three questions. Probably going to be some bonus questions, I imagine, given There's the breath. There's two bonus questions. Wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> if I get it wrong, uh, Evan has the chance to steal and vice versa. Uh, and I think that's probably everything, right? Did I miss anything mm-hmm. there? I think that's it. It's pretty straightforward. That's it. I feel like we should just say who... It doesn't have to start this week, but whoever hosted the week before should go first since they didn't get an opportunity to answer in the previous. That's a fun way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Cool. So it's uh, who hosted? Who hosted last time? It was <laughs> it you, was Andrew. Ev. No, wait. No, no it was Evan. Ev. He did Little Buddha. It was amazing. Yes. Little Buddha. Oh, yeah. Okay. A movie that none of us recommended, but. <laughs> <laughs> it was Seattle Blues. It was still man, a great episode. <laughs> So Evan's up first. Here we go. <laughs> All right, Evan. Which one of the following statements is true? Keanu Reeves breaking the glass on the bus door was an accident, but it was left in the final cut. Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock went out after filming this movie. Or Sandra Bullock couldn't drive when this movie was shot. Oh, shoot. These wow. are all awesome. Uh... I'm going to say the last one. She couldn't drive. Okay. I'm going to go with the glass. The first one. Come on. Not only could Sandra Bullock drive, she actually learned how to drive a bus for the film and passed the bus driver's test on her first attempt. That's incredible. Truly. (laughs) Well done, Sandy. Isn't is that CDL? 
That's like a pretty intense license. Yeah. Yep. Wow. That's awesome. Okay, so, Andrew. All right. Keanu Reeves initially turned down the lead as he found Graham Yost's original script to be too much like Die Hard. <gasps> which, which screenwriter did they bring in to punch up the script uncredited? What? Is it A, Cameron Crowe, B, Joss Whedon, or C, Paul Thomas Anderson? Oh my God, what? Get out of my face, Cam. Uncredited. No. God, I'm gonna, I can't rule anybody out because that'll be the one that's the answer. So (laughs) just given my- No, go ahead, please do. I'm gonna say, I'm thinking about uh, around this time, uh, I got no- I'm gonna go Cameron Crow. Ooh. All right. And the other ones were Josh Whedon and who else? Paul Thomas Anderson. <sighs> That's deadly. Um, I'm gonna say Paul. <laughs> Come on! Oh, Evan! What? It was it was Joss Whedon and Graham Yost, the scriptwriter, pretty much has said multiple times since that basically all of the dialogue was written by Joss Whedon. Wow. I mean, jeez. That makes that makes a fair amount of sense. The dude has well, I mean, a gift. When, you, when you, know? you think about when you think about the stuff that he's directed and the stuff that he's written and how quippy it is, yeah. it makes total sense to me that Joss Whedon, like, think of the Avengers and how quippy that is in between the action stuff. That's yeah. exactly what happened in Speed. Absolutely. And he that did... Was uh, Joss was, Whedon. Was that one of your personal favorites? Buffy, right? He was... Yes. Was that him also? Yeah. Yes, that was him. Crazy. Crazy. hmm Wow. All right. Whose turn is it? It's uh, Evan's Ev. turn. Yeah. According to IMDb, what percentage of his own stunts did Keanu Reeves do in this movie? 75, 100, or 90? Oh, come on. Oh. <laughs> Thank um, you for helping me narrow this down, Ed. I feel like I saw at least once where it wasn't him, but it could be insane. I am insane. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with ninety. Whoa! Yes, <laughs> crushed it. Yes, I was super impressed. In a lot of ways, reminded me of John Wick because a lot of the sh- the shots where he was doing something were shot wide, like when he yes. jumps onto the side of the moving truck or whatever. I'm yeah. like, that's him. It's crazy. Yep. He just he just straight up did that. Awesome. Super All right. awesome. Andrew. A product that gets screen time in this film was discontinued during filming, but the success of the movie led them to bring it back to the market. Was <laughs> <Whoa>. it? <laughs> the car phone that Keanu commandeered. Okay. The Arizona school sweater that Sandra Bullock wears. Or Keanu Reeves watch. Oh man. Whoa, cool. This is great. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the watch. Yeah, yeah. that seems like the, a thing. The that Casio G Shock DW 5600C, <laughs> which is a great name. Rolls let me just off tell the you. tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, had been discontinued, and they brought it back. Man, G-Shock is still around, too. They're still very popular. That's crazy. It's I only said that because that was the thing. Like, obviously, the Wildcats 
sweater or whatever. I like noticed the watch, even though they made no mention of it. So I was like, all right, it's, yeah, maybe he, that's it. It's never like a big deal in it, but it's very notable and prominent. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so cool. So they brought it back. All right, Evan. <gasps> Which director turned down this film and then okay. later said it was one of their favorite films of the 90s? <laughs> oh. Is it Quentin Tarantino, Oliver what? Stone, or Michael Bay? Oh, oh man. Wait. Um. Shit. <laughs> this is this has Michael Bay all over it. <laughs> um. I mean, obviously there would have been bigger explosions. <laughs> right. That elevator was toast. The whole building would have came down. Who <laughs> 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 would have just blown the bus up anyway? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just going to go with him just because I like the idea of it. Oh! Okay. All right. I'm going to get wild with this one. I don't even know what this movie would be. But I'm thinking Quentin Tarantino. Uh, what a different film it would have been, for sure. It would have been very different. But oh my yeah, God. Quentin Tarantino turned down the film, but then later said it was in his top 20 movies of, of films that were made in the 90s. I think that's a way of, of, of saying he regretted turning it down. Yep, yeah. I think so too. <laughs> Here were 20 films that I was offered. I can't picture what that would be like. Yeah, oh man, I kind of want to like know now. <laughs> oh, if you can just talk about it. Yeah. All right. So we're into the bonus point questions. Each oh. of these is worth two points. Oh, you do damn. not have you do not have multiple choice for these questions. Shit. You're gonna have to just pull it out of thin air. Okay. Jeff Daniels was originally going to play Keanu's role. <laughs> Which comedic actress was originally going to be cast in Sandra Bullock's role? Hmm. Wow. Um, thinking about the time, early nineties. I did try to narrow it down a little bit by she is known for being a comedic actress. Yeah. Um, just from our list earlier, the mask came out. I'm gonna just Cameron Diaz. Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Ellen DeGeneres. What? what? Oh my yeah. god! Wow. They had plans from very early on for a long time. Sandra Bullock didn't ca- get cast until two weeks before they started shooting. That's wild. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's the other bonus question. All right, Ev. Come on. There's a scene that's not in the original script, and then they added it into the script, but then they ran out of money while shooting. And they sent it to test audiences with literally like drawn, hand-drawn storyboards for this scene that was added in that was not in the original script. When they showed it to audiences, even with hand-drawn still images, the audience liked it so much that the the studio went to go find the money to shoot it and add it into the movie. Whoa. Which Um, scene in this movie was it? Oh, I have two that came to mind and I'm like, shit. I'm gonna say the little cart thing going under the bus. Was it the 
God damn it. All right. Was it... Was it the raiding of, of Dennis Hopper's house? It was the whole subway scene. Whoa. That, how would the movie have ended? The whole subway scene was added in because the director didn't want it to just be about a bus. So originally the movie ended when they all got off the bus. Wow. And then the director <laughs> was like, it's got to be about more than a bus. So we've got to bookend it with action in different places. And then they added in the subway scene, but then they ran out of money before they shot the subway scene. And they were like, is it even going to be worth it? And then they showed it to test audiences who were so, so into it that they were like, no, now we got to find the money to do this. Yeah, it needs wow. to crash and do all sorts of terrible citywide uh, yeah. damage. <laughs> mm -hmm. I could see how that would have been expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Wait, but then how would they have killed the bomber? They got I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it had something else. I'm sure there was some sort of similar resolution, but it was in the yeah. airport instead. But originally oh, okay. it ended at the airport. Probably 20 minutes off this movie, I imagine. Yeah. Right, 15, yeah. 20 minutes? I don't know. Would have been a different movie. I don't like it. I don't like it if Tarantino's <laughs> directing it. I don't like it if they cut the subway. I'm very particular about my speed. It's beautiful as <laughs> is. It's a perfect gem. Um, there's, there was a little anecdote that I saw when I was gathering trivia, too, that I really loved. There were studio execs in early screenings and they knew that they had a hit on their hands when people were walking out to go to the bathroom, but they were walking out backwards because they wanted to miss as little as possible that they were like, if I have to leave this theater, I'm not going to walk backwards out the Whoa. hallway and see every single thing I can. And I think that's a very cute little story about. Yeah, that's awesome. That is pretty rad. Yeah. I, I don't believe test screenings are necessarily always a good thing, but I guess in this case, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> so. After this round of pop quiz, the points are as such. Evan, are you ready? <laughs> it's not worth mentioning anymore. <laughs> I mean, I could. Whitney's got 31. <laughs> Evan, you have moved up to 13 from 12. Yeah. <laughs> and I have 20. So now our combined Ooh, scores Ooh. are Wait, now no, surpassing you're... Whitney. You caught up quite a bit, Andrew. You're going to give me a little bit of a run for my money now. We're doing it. All right. Maybe there's hope for this laser disc yet. Of this movie, no less. Of this movie. Yeah. Right. Uh. This, this is the prize. Right. I'm going to post a uh, couple pictures of it on Twitter. I have the opened version and then the unopened version. So we're vying for the unopened version, clearly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it on Facebook Marketplace, so it's not unheard of if you wanted to spend $2 to get one for yourself as well. So, Did you meet up with this person to get it? I did. She was a very <laughs> old lady. It was awesome, though. It's like, why do you have these? She was like, they're in the basement. I'm like, cool. Oh, my God. Cool. <laughs> so, it's <laughs> a little anecdote for y'all. All right. Oh. So I guess we're ready to get into this thing, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. We're ready to do it. Whitney's our Sherpa. She's yes. she's the mentor who's going to guide us through this. Luck doesn't last forever. Let's do this thing. <laughs> okay, so here we go. We are panning down an elevator shaft with the aforementioned very long credits rolling past as we descend yeah. into the building. 25 minutes, easy. 
And so now we're down at the bottom of the building and a security guard on his round sort of peeks into the elevator maintenance area and he starts to just walk right out again. But then he sees a canvas bag of tools on the ground. So he walks in to investigate. When he gets to the person working on something, he says, this area is restricted. You can't be down here. And Dennis Hopper's voice, we still haven't seen his face yet, says, yeah, I know they called me down here to fix this. And the security guy is all, well, nobody told me, so I'm going to need to see a work order. And faceless Dennis Hopper reaches down into the bag and grabs a paper, but also grabs something else in his other hand and waves the paper in front of the security guy's face. But that's just a distraction. So as Andrew said, we can stab somebody in the ear with a screwdriver in the first few (laughs) minutes of the movie. And that's when they reveal it's Dennis Hopper with the stab in the ear of the security guy. You know what you're getting into right out of the gate. You're like, hard R. He and died. Messed up hand. He has a messed up hand. Yeah. Yes. And he's all quippy and he says nothing personal as the security guy falls to the ground. Thank you, Joss. Yeah. <laughs> and then we cut to a fancy boardroom with a bunch of wealthy white cis dudes applauding themselves on like being masters of the universe or something. I don't know. And they all get into an elevator and they're being sassy at one another about pushing buttons and oh, it was lit up. It's a good thing you pushed it anyway, just in case the light's broken. <laughs> but. Then there's a cut to a hand with a remote and someone is arming charges that break the cables on the elevator and make the elevator fall. They fall a few floors, but the emergency brakes clamp onto the sides and the elevator screeches to a halt with the lights out. Then there's we cut to like sirens and cops and fire trucks and Jeff Daniels and Keanu Reeves come blustering in in an unmarked car. They gets like 50 feet of air for no good reason. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> so good. And then... And then it shows them gearing up in their, like, bomb squad gear out of the back of the car. And they go into the building, and we learn that the bomber wants money in the next 23 minutes. He initially gave them an hour, but that's how long it took them to get there. In the next 23 minutes, or he'll blow the emergency brakes on the hostage elevator. And the only thing that can stop the elevator car is crash, car crashing is the basement, which we heard in the trailer. (laughs) The elevator is an express elevator, so there's not any way in or out other than access panels. And the hatch has been rigged with explosives. And Keanu Reeves throws Jeff Daniel under the bus and says, this guy volunteers to check out the device. And he's like, no way. And the commander's like, fine, both of you are doing it. Get out of here, you rapscallions. (laughs) (laughs) And then the rest, you know, go do your stuff, clear perimeter, make sure the evacuation is complete, blah, blah, blah. So Keanu and Jeff run up 32 flights of stairs. And they bust in to the 32nd floor, guns drawn, not out of breath at all, having run up 34 flights of 32 flights of stairs in full like bomb gear. SWAT. Yeah, SWAT bomb gear. Mm-hmm. And they Keanu starts to drill open an access panel and the people in the elevator hear him. But so does Dennis Hopper, who is in an empty elevator somewhere rigging up what looks like more explosives or something. And Keanu shouts down that he's with the LAPD and the elevator has malfunctioned and they're going to get him all out as soon as possible while Jeff Daniels is looking at the rigged explosive. It looks like Dennis Hopper has his finger on the trigger of another like arm the bomb button, but he doesn't push it yet. But he hears them doing stuff and he's very like suspicious. So Jeff Daniels and Keanu Reeves are looking at the bomb. And Jeff Daniels is like, I don't recognize his work, but he's definitely a pro. The commander still hasn't given the go-ahead to do anything, so they have to wait for a signal, but they're running out of time. So 
they pass the time by Jeff Daniels giving Keanu Reeves a pop quiz of a the- theoretical situation, which is where we got the major sound effect for and the name for the world's favorite game, Pop Quiz Asshole. <laughs> Although the asshole part comes later. Yep. But anyway, so the pop quiz of a theoretical situation. Airport, gunman with one hostage, he's using her for cover, he's almost to a plane. You're a hundred feet away. Jack. Shoot the hostage. What? Take her out of the equation. Go for the good wound and he can't get to the plane with her. Clear shot. You're deeply nuts, you know that? Shoot the hostage. (laughs) Keanu says that the only way to get a clear shot of the criminal in this situation is to shoot the hostage and take them out of the equation. And Jeff Daniels is like, you're crazy, bro. And then Keanu Reeves is like, (laughs) I don't know why, but I have a gut feeling this guy is going to blow the elevator anyway. Let's see if we can get the hostages out of here. And Jeff Daniels is like, well, we're not going to shoot him, though, right? (laughs) That was good. Well done. And now it appears that all this time Dennis Hopper can overhear their whole conversation. So not only can he, like, hear them drilling and stuff, it's but he's got, like, a microphone. He can hear their conversation pretty clearly. The guys kick open the roof door of the skyscraper and they see a crane on the roof. And Keanu says, we're not going to shoot him. We're going to take them out of the equation, though. So they thread the, the roof crane through the air vent and go down to hook it up to the elevator. And while he's dangling down the elevator shaft, we get that sound clip from the trailer of, why did I take this job again? And Jeff Daniels says, for the tiny pension yeah. and gold watch. And Keanu says, cool. <laughs> Such a good response. <laughs> Upside down, chewing gum. I yeah. love it. Yeah. And then they hook the crane onto the elevator. And Jeff Daniels hauls him back up. And Dennis Hopper hears this and he's like, don't fuck with me. And then he blows the brakes. So the elevator drops, but the crane stops it. Although now there's a hole in the floor of the elevator that a lady almost falls through. And then the crane doesn't hold. It collapses under the weight of the elevator and it breaks off, but it gets caught inside the building. So it slides down a little bit more and they run to another access panel on another floor and they undo it and they start taking out the hostages. But the crane keeps sliding and getting stuck on stuff and it keeps dropping a few inches and then a few more inches. And they get all the hostages out but one who's too scared to step away from the wall. And Keanu slowly, calmly talks her into taking a step and grabbing his hand. And they get her out just in the nick of time. The elevator knocks her shoe off her foot. It's that close. And then they talk about how the guy blew it three minutes early. He blew it before the deadline. Doesn't he want his money? Keanu knows deep down in his cop gut that the guy is still in the building. (laughs) And knew they were up to something, which is why he blew it early. So they, they're like, where could he be? All the elevators are shut down, but the freight elevator were, wasn't checked. And then they go look at the freight elevator and they open up a door and they look down and they can hear Dennis Hopper, Hopper coughing inside the elevator. And then Keanu Reeves heedlessly rushes in by like fireman pole sliding down the cables onto the roof of, roof of the elevator. And they both him and Jeff Daniels get really quiet for just a second. And then Dennis Hopper starts blowing the roof off the elevator with a very big shotgun. And he blows enough holes in the roof of the elevator that Jeff Daniels falls through into the, onto the floor of the elevator. 
And then Dennis Hopper's like, I'm going to get this guy. And he makes the elevator go up to try and squish Keanu Reeves on this, the roof of the elevator shaft. So he also jumps down into the elevator. There's a little bit of a scuffle and the shotgun is out of ammo. So then Dennis Hopper grabs Jeff Daniels as a hostage. And Keanu's got a gun trained on him, but Dennis Hopper says, shot. Terrorist holding a police hostage. He's got enough dynamite strapped to his chest to blow a building in half. Now, what do you... Turning the game he overheard earlier around on them. And Keanu's like, there's 50 cops out there that are going to get you. There's nowhere to run. And he's like, standard flanking procedure, huh? And then he does something that makes the machine in the elevator think that it's going to the third floor, but really it actually goes down to the parking garage but it shows up as landing on three. Smart. I don't know what, what machine that is. I don't know how you do that. Rig it up. But he did it. It's the same thing you used to spoof a telephone, but you plug yeah, it into an I elevator. <laughs> yeah. That makes, yeah. Dennis Hopper says that this day has been very disappointing. And Keanu Reeves is like, why? Because you didn't get to kill a lot of people? And Dennis Hopper's like, one day you're going to regret that you ever met me. And Keanu's like, Mr. That day is today. It's right now. I already regret <laughs> meeting you. And then Dennis Hopper's like, I'm going to blow your friend sky high. And Jeff Daniels whispers, shoot the hostage. So Keanu shoots him in the leg. And Dennis Hopper drops him and then runs into the parking garage. And Keanu starts to chase after him, but he gets blown backward in the hallway when the parking garage blows up. And Jeff Daniels and Keanu Reeves survive. And it's later and they're getting awards. And Jeff Daniels is bitter that Keanu shot him. But Keanu's like, hey, you said so. And now Jeff <laughs> Daniels is walking with a cane. But he's survived. And we see them both get medals. And people are watching them. It's broadcast on TV. And Dennis Hopper is there clapping. And that's when you get the best shot of his thumb being like blown off or whatever. And he's like, way to go, Jack. Way to go. And now all of the bomb cops are out celebrating after the award ceremony and getting very drunk. <laughs> and Keanu is all like, we're hot shit, man. We did so good. And Jeff Daniels is like, we got lucky and luck runs out and you're going to get in trouble if you go off all half cocked all the time. I'm not always going to be around to save your ass. And then as he goes home to throw up. <laughs> and Keanu Reeves is getting coffee. In the next morning at his regular coffee shop and we find out that he's single which we know because he didn't get laid last night and he's bummed about that and also all of the regulars like him we also find that out including a bus driver who runs in to get his coffee at this regular stop and then runs back to the bus and is only like in and out very quickly but he knows jack's name and jack knows his name and everyone's joking around and giving keanu a hard time for getting a medal and then he's like okay see you tomorrow and then the bus driver drives away, but then it blows up. There's a maneuver here called the Texas switch, mm -hmm. which is great. Mm -hmm. the, you, the camera never cuts. So you see the bus driver walk over to the bus and it leaves frame. And as soon as it leaves frame, it makes like, you, we don't see this, but it makes it an incredibly hard left to go down the adjacent road. And the one that we actually see blow up in the distance is a totally different bus, like obviously styled mm -hmm. the same way, but they couldn't mm -hmm. figure out a way to like make it safe for that guy to be driving the bus and make it mm. explode. I was like, oh, it's like a really great practical effect. They just did the old nice. switcheroo. It was great. I love it. So Keanu's coffee friend is blown up. <laughs> oh, no. And... 
a payphone. He runs over to try and save his coffee friend, Bob, but it's too late. The bus driver's dead. The bus is exploded. A payphone nearby starts ringing. And Keanu walks over and picks it up. And Dennis Hopper's on the other end. And he's like, what do you think, Jack? Do you think if you pick up all the bus driver's teeth, they'll give you another medal? Savage. And Keanu realizes that this is the bomber who they thought killed himself and died in the parking garage. He's not dead. He's here and he's actively after Keanu. Dennis Hopper kind of expositions that he spent two years setting up that elevator job and the kind of commitment it takes he'd never understand. He's owed $3.7 million and he's going to get it. And this is how he's going to get it. He says, Shot. There's a bomb on a bus. Once the bus goes 50 miles an hour, bomb is armed. If it drops below 50, it blows up. What do you do? What do you And Ken is like, what bus? <laughs> right. Tell me the bus. And Dennis Hopper's like, okay, but there's rules before I tell you what bus. And no one can get off the bus. If anyone gets off the bus, I'll blow it up. You have two hours to get me the money. The bus is 2525 and it's at the corner of whatever and whatever in Santa Monica. So Keanu Reeves runs to his car. I don't actually know if we see that or not, if we just cut end with the. Yeah, we do. We see him running to his car. But anyway, we cut to Sandra Bullock, who's yeah. chasing down the bus with the bomb on it. We know because we start at the 2525 number of the bus and then pan out to see her chasing after it and yelling. And the bus driver knows her and stops for her, but gives her a hard time about trying to stop him at not a bus stop. And there's a tourist talking her ear off. And that, as we've already discussed, is Alan Ruck. The venerable Alan Ruck. The venerable Alan Ruck. (laughs) And he's just going on and on about how it took him three hours to get out of LAX because he got lost and blah, blah, blah. So she uses a gum excuse to move seats. She's like, oh no, there's gum on my seat. I have to move. Apparently that was ad-libbed, by the way. That was almost going to be in the um, the world's favorite game, but wow. she oh. ad-libbed the gum thing, apparently. Anyway, so she moves seats to avoid talking to Alan Ruck and the bus gets on the freeway and it starts to merge into traffic and speed up and Keanu's chasing after it in his car and now someone else is talking Sandra Bullock's ear off and Sandra Bullock is like, I really miss having a car. And then there's traffic, so the bus starts to slow down, and it hasn't hit 50 yet. Keanu gets out of his car, and he's banging on the door, and he tries to get on the bus, but they don't let him because they're on the freeway, and they're like, this is a person is a madman trying to get on the bus on the freeway. And so they drive off without him, and Keanu has to commandeer a car to catch back up again. And so he commandeers a car and puts the guy in the passenger seat and drives up alongside it. And they're like, we got to tell him there's a bomb on the bus. So he, they write it on a piece of paper, bomb on bus. And then they let go of the paper, but it slaps to the windshield. And now they know there's a bomb on the bus, or at least the bus driver does. Yeah. And then the bus driver takes his foot off the gas and starts to slow down, obviously, because there's a bomb on the bus. And Kano's like, no, 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 you have to speed up, stay above 50. And they use the guy's car phone to call it into the office and say to Jeff Daniels, the guy is alive. The bomber didn't die. He's after me. And Jeff Daniels is like, of course, Keanu's in the thick of it. Cause right at that time, the like bomb captain is coming up and he's like, there's a ransom note. And he's, you know, 
there's a bomb and a bu- bus blew up and whatever. And Jeff Daniels is like, obviously, Keanu Reeves is already on that bus. <laughs> so Keanu takes the car phone and jumps onto the bus with it. And he's like, everyone sit down and be calm. But there's a criminal with a gun on the bus that thinks Keanu's there to get him. And he draws his gun on Keanu and Keanu draws his gun on him. And he tries to talk him down and, and walk him off the ledge. And he's like, I'm not here for you. I don't care what you did. I'm putting my gun, gun away. The crime is fine. I'm sure you're sorry you did it. I'm not a cop right now. And even takes his badge and puts it off to the side. And he's like, I'm not a cop. Don't worry. I'm not arresting you. But there's a construction worker who's sitting right next to him. He tackles the criminal. He's like, he's distracted. He's starting to lower his gun. I'm going to take him out. And while he does that, the criminal actually accidentally shoots the bus driver. Uh, Don't be a hero. Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Sandra Bullock jumps up and goes to help him because they're friends or or know each other or whatever. And she takes over the wheel from the bus driver. And then Keanu Reeves, that's when he decides to tell everyone that there's a bomb on the bus and they can't stop to take care of the bus driver. Because even though he's bleeding out, if they slow down, they're all going to die. And Sandra Bullock is like, I can keep driving, but since you're a cop, you should know that I had my driver's license taken away for speeding. (laughs) And then the other cops start to catch up to them now in helicopters and motorcycles. And they're heading towards the bus. And Jeff Daniels is trying to talk Keanu through figuring out where the bomb is and how to defuse it. So they go, it's not attached to the speedometer, so they know they have to go under the bus and there's an access panel. So he pulls up the access panel and he like puts his head down under the bus and looks around and he's like, oh, there's enough C4 to blow a hole in in the world. And it's rigged with a cellular detonator and a gold cheesy watch. Bum, bum, bum. Jeff Daniels is like a gold watch and something clicks in his head. Not quite yet, but we know it's coming. We see we see light at the end of the tunnel with mm-hmm. Jeff Daniels. The bus is coming up to a traffic jam, and Sandra Bullock's like, what do I do, what do I do, what do I do? So he tells her to drive on the shoulder, and then they get off the freeway, and they plow through a whole bunch of water barrels and signs and sideswipe cars that are trying to exit the freeway. And he puts his foot over Sandra Bullock's and has her gun it through a red light, forces her to gun it through a red light. Dennis Hopper is just chilling somewhere and he's watching sports, but also maybe has like a police monitor, but definitely is watching the news and he's eating a sandwich and just kind of chilling out (laughs) while this is happening. And Jeff Daniels is trying to rack his brain to figure out why this guy knows every kind of dynamite and every kind of trigger and he's not following a pattern. And it's like he's an encyclopedia of bombs and he knows every way that they're going to defuse the bombs and beats them to it and tricks them and whatever. And then it clicks. He wants to look at the profiles of cops. Mm -hmm. So now they have to drive the bus down the wrong side of the road. They're off the freeway. And Sandra Bullock hits a baby carriage and falls apart. But it's okay because it was full of canned food and not a baby. And the cops are starting to escort the bus to the 101 freeway because it's built but not in use. And so it's empty and they'll have some time to figure stuff out. But there's kids crossing the sidewalk and they miss the entrance to the 105. So they have to take a hard right at the construction site and they're going to tip over. So they get everybody to move to one side of the bus and they go up on one set of wheels, but they don't tip over and everyone's fine. And now they're on the empty freeway (laughs) and Keanu is like, (laughs) ma'am, you did very well. In fact, you did incredibly. I've never seen driving like that before from anybody. (laughs) And she is like, don't call me ma'am. 
And then she says, So, um, what is this guy's deal? A while back, he held some people for ransom. Went sour, and now he's a little pissed at me. What does that have to do with us? Nothing. It's a game. If he gets the money, he wins. If the bus blows up, he wins. What if you win? Then tomorrow we'll play another one. But I'm not available to drive tomorrow. Busy. And now Keanu Reeves is officially in love. <laughs> that was the moment, for sure. <laughs> yep. And Jeff Daniels is like, stop looking at cops. We're not getting anywhere. Look through the pension funds. He's drawing disability and he's in L.A. drawing disability. That will narrow it down. I need mm-hmm. to see pictures of this guy. And the bomb captain is like, we got to get these people off the bus. And Keanu Reeves is like, nope, he'll see thanks to the news chopper and he'll kill him. And then Dennis Hopper calls the cops on the phone and they patch him through to the car phone that Keanu Reeves commandeered. And Dennis Hopper says, it looks like you might be trying to get people off that bus. And we talked about that. And Keanu Reeves says, just let the bus driver off as a show of good faith because he got injured. He was shot. And Dennis Hopper's like, you're not shooting people now, are you? (laughs) And he says, fine, just the driver. But you tell that wildcat behind the wheel not to go below 50. And they pass the driver off successfully. But the older woman who has been freaking out the whole time and, and was also talking off Sandra Bullock's ear at the beginning, she's been panicking for, for a lot of this. And she decides to basically make a run for it. And Sandra Bullock's like, no, don't do it, don't do it. And everyone is trying to stop her. But Dennis Hopper sees her starting to leave. And he blows a little bomb that destroys the bottom step. And the lady falls under the wheels of the bus and dies. So that really amps up the tension inside the bus. And all of the passengers are now very high key and start arguing with one another. And things getting real tense. Keanu tries to keep the peace. But then they get a call and there's a serious problem. (laughs) The freeway that's finished on the map is actually missing a section of at least 50 feet, about three miles up ahead of them. Uh It's not done. Sir, uh, we have a serious problem. What? This freeway isn't finished! What are you talking about? The aerial unit got it about three miles ahead. There's a section missing. Section missing. But it's on the map. It's finished on the goddamn map. I guess they fell behind. You're fired. Everybody's fucking fired. But in the meantime, they have to figure out how to get people off the bus, but they can't get people off the bus because Dennis Hopper's going to blow them up if they do. So Keanu Reeves looks at Sandra Bullock and he's like, you got to floor it, gun it. There's an interchange, so there might be an incline, which is a wild assumption. (laughs) (laughs) I thought so, too. And then he turns around and he's like, everyone get in crash positions. And they floor it, and they jump the gap, and the music is very intense, but they make it. Sandra Bullock has a little head wound, and Keanu Reeves says that she missed her calling and should have been a pilot instead. Mm -hmm. And then he sees a sign, and he's like, get off here. He directs the Mm -hmm. bus to the airport, because there's lots of runway space, and it's restricted airway. The helicopters can't fly there. And the bomb captain is like, what a genius. That's my guy. And then Dennis Hopper calls. And he says, well, that was a very exciting, Jack. Now you need to help me get my money. 
I hate negotiators and how they pretend to be friends. They don't know me. You don't know me. Nobody knows me. I deserve this money. I spent my life earning this money. And then he says, I got a medal too, Jack. I got a pink slip and a medal and a sorry about your hand. And Keanu's like, let me get off the bus to go convince the money guys face to face because they think you're full of shit. And Dennis Hopper's like, no, they don't think I'm full of shit. And but eventually let's Keanu Reeves get off the bus and says, you better be back quickly. And so Keanu is talking to the bomb captain and is saying somehow he's one step ahead of us every time. Even without the choppers, he's going to know somehow that they're getting off and he's going to blow it. I've got to try to get under the bus and defuse the bomb. So he lays on that trolley thing that Evan keeps talking about (laughs) on wheels and it's being towed behind a truck and they let out the winch so that the rope gets longer and he goes under the bus on this trolley on wheels. And all the passengers are like, this guy is off his rocker. And Jeff Daniels is like, you have to cut the plastic casing off the wire to see what kind of metal it is, but you can't cut the wire. And of course, it's a bumpy airfield and the bus had to roll over those like don't come in here tire thingies so bits of rubber keep shredding off the tires and he almost cuts the wire and they almost but he doesn't and then he's like okay we got it but then it's a collapsible circuit he can't bypass the bomb without it blowing but just then on jeff daniel's side they found dennis hopper in the files and they're gonna go get the guy including jeff daniel's the team rounds up and then the rope breaks and Keanu Reeves little plinth on wheels thing. (laughs) And he's hanging on under the bus by his hands and he ends up stabbing the gas tank with the screwdriver to hold on. And he doesn't fall under the wheels of the bus. And then people inside the bus go to the access panel and pull him up into the bus. So the good news is Keanu is okay. But the bad news is now they're leaking gas. (laughs) So good. Very good. Yeah. They go to Dennis Hopper's house and it is an extraordinary 70s set piece. And I don't know <laughs> if they just if there's just a house with all of this incredible paneling and shag carpet and couches with plastic on it. If that was just somebody's house set up that way or if they spent a shit ton of money <laughs> to get a house and fill it full of 70s stuff. That's why they couldn't do the subway thing at the end. Yeah. They spent all their yeah. money <laughs> On, on on retro Authentic. decor for this house. Don't know why. But it all is incredible. Very incredible 70s decor. There's no hopper there, though. They're going through the house, and then the whole house blows up. And Jeff Daniels uh, has been deaded. No. I, f- I almost forgot about this part. I was like, what happens to Jeff at the end of this movie? And I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah, I guess he doesn't make it. Damn it. I would have forgotten about it, except for Eddie Izzard does a sketch where he he tells the plot of the movie Speed in French. (laughs) And there's a line where he says, Jeff Daniels est déjà mort. (laughs) So I know that Jeff Daniels is already dead by the time he's talking about whatever else he's talking about in the in the thing. So I know Jeff Daniels died. What an interesting way to retain that fact, Whitney. (laughs) Yes. Truly. Yes. From an Eddie Izzard sketch. So Jeff Daniels has been deaded. And Jeff, and then uh, Dennis Hopper calls Keanu to gloat. Harry, tell me good news, man. Oh, I'm sorry, Jack. He didn't make it. Fuck! It was the watch that led him to me, wasn't it? Huh? 
It seemed a little hammy to me to build the bomb out of my precious retirement gift, but, you know, I figured a sign that said Howard Payne would be pushing it. I'm gonna rip your fucking spine out, I swear to God. You're gonna do exactly as you told. Jack, we both know that he was the brains of your particular operation. You can't beat me. You're gonna pay me every dollar. Otherwise, you, the Wildcat, and every innocent person on that bus are gonna end up just like your friend. And then he hangs up. And Keanu Reeves freaks out. And he's like kicking things. And, and Sandra Bullock is like, you can't give up on us. We're all really scared. And we need you. And I can't do this by myself. You have to calm down now and help. And she grabs his hand and he calms down and they hold hands for a little while. And Keanu's looking around the bus and he's like, we're all going to die. And then he sees the sweater on the back of the seat. And it says that you went to Arizona for school and the football team is the Wildcats. So not only does Dennis Hopper know, that's how he knows what's going on inside the bus. He can see inside the bus through the video security system that the bus has. So they get the camera crews on the edge of the airport to stop filming and they tap into the UHF signal from the bus. I have no idea how accurate any of this is to real life, but they <laughs> tap into the UHF signal being um, sent from the bus and they tape off the bus camera into the news van with everyone staring straight ahead and moving as little as possible. And they make a one minute length of tape that they can play on a loop and they somehow the news van broadcasted on the same frequency Brilliant. as the bus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the feed that Dennis Hopper is getting looks like the, everyone's just sort of tensely sitting on the bus and nothing's moving and no one's doing anything, but they're all still there. And they use that time to start unloading the people. Yeah. And they had to do this with only a, a one minute of tape because they're out of gas. There's no more time left to refuel. They got to get the people off and they got to get the people off now. The tire blows a little bit. As they're getting people off. And we almost lose Alan Ruck. Almost. No. <laughs> Not Cameron and <laughs> Jeff Daniels. No. <laughs> uh, but they get him. They get him safely. But they lose the walkway that they were sending people over on. So now everybody is off the bus except for Keanu and Sandra. And they rig the steering wheel and put a pipe on the gas pedal so that the bus will keep going. And then Keanu takes the access panel off and he ties it off to a rope. And he's like, we're going to get on this metal sheet and slide yeah. out from under the bus. <laughs> and she's like, I can't do that. And he's like, yes, you are. And he just, they go. But then the bus is on the loose. The rope tied to the steering wheel comes untied and the bus swerves and crashes into an airplane and explodes. Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock are at a safe distance. And Sandra Bullock starts crying. And Keanu's like, it's okay. It's over, and you're the one that did it. And she's like, don't get all mushy on me now. And Keanu's like, well, I actually might get all mushy now mm -hmm. on you. And she's like, relationships that start under intense circumstances never last. I've done a lot of studying on this. And then the bomb captain walks up. And he's like, how are you? I might let you have the rest of the day off. And then Dennis Hopper calls and says, when am I going to get my money? And the captain's like, ho, ho, I will tell him where he can put his money. But Keanu's like, no, 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 no. Hold on. He's calling because he doesn't know the bus blew up yet. So now the captain is like, tell him it'll be there in 30 minutes. And now we're in a sting operation and they're all scoping out the trash can. He said to drop the money in 
and the trash truck picks up trash out of the can and drives away. And Dennis Hopper's looking out the window and he sees all these snipers and cops and he starts laughing and he's like, too bad, kid, you could have made a good cop. <laughs> but then he goes back to his station and he sees the looping CCTV from the bus and notices one of the passengers dropped her purse. And then he walks outside in his cop uniform and kidnaps Sandra Bullock because he needs a new plan. She was brought to the scene of the crime for some dumbass reason. I don't know why she was in the ambulance that they the brought ambulance. to the sting yeah. operation. I don't know. Because Keanu Reeves was like, I got to be there. You know, it's personal now or whatever. But she could have been in another ambulance. Anyway, Sandra Bullock is kidnapped. And then they realize that Dennis Hopper drilled the sidewalk out under the trash can. So the money dropped through into the underground. And now Keanu's running after him and he's moving underground with it. And Keanu Reeves sees a figure and says, pop quiz, asshole. You got a gun with a hair trigger. What do you do? But it's not Dennis Hopper. It's Sandra Bullock. Mm. She's strapped with a ton of explosives. Keanu Reeves can't yep. shoot her. He fell in love. So then there's a face off and Dennis Hopper goes on a long, crazy rant about the purpose of a bomb being to explode. You still don't get it, do you, Jack? Huh? The beauty of it. A bomb is made to explode. That's its meaning, its purpose. Your life is empty because you spend it trying to stop the bomb from becoming. And for who, for what? Do you know what a bomb is, Jack, that doesn't explode? It is a cheap gold watch, buddy. So Keanu's life is pointless because he spends his life fruitlessly trying to interfere with the way of things? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he grabs the money and he grabs the girl and Dennis Hopper runs into the subway and he chases everyone off the train car and handcuffs Sandra Bullock to the pole in the middle and tells the, the driver to go. And then he shoots the driver. <laughs> I just need you to push the lever and then I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Keanu Reeves chases after them and he gets to the train just as it's starting to pull out of the station. And he manages to pry one of the train doors open using sheer masculinity. And he gets into the train just before he's almost smushed by the tunnel that was coming up at the end of the platform. So that was the thing. Remember I said, like, I, you know how this movie turns out, but I, I still felt tense. Like, this was one of those moments. Like, I know he gets mm -hmm. on there, but it's so well shot that I'm like, oh, my God. It was, it was really, really nicely done. Yeah. So then Dennis Hopper shot the conductor. And he tells Sandra Bullock that he's going to use her as bait by blowing her up once he's gotten away from her so that everyone will go to the explosion, but he'll be on the other side of town and no one will get him. And then he hears Jack on the roof of the subway car and he's like, that kid is persistent. It's true. And then Dennis Hopper says, hey, Jack, do you want some of my money? I have plenty to go around. Can I buy you off? But the bag is rigged with a dye pack that explodes and ruins the money. And now Dennis Hopper is pissed. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to get that son of a bitch. And he gets on top of the subway train to fight Keanu to the death. And Dennis Hopper's like, oh, you're so smart, kid, but I've got you now. But there's a light coming up in the tunnel. And Keanu's like, yeah, but I'm taller, which is a joke that I don't really understand. Because they were both laying down on the top of the train car. Yeah. But he forces Dennis Hopper's head up into the light at the top of the tunnel and wraps his hand around the detonator so it doesn't go off at the same time. And the light takes Dennis Hopper's head clean off. Oh, yeah. Super clean. No blood, no gore, <laughs> just no head anymore. And then Keanu Reeves gets back into the train and he diffuses the bomb vest and he takes it off Sandra Bullock. And they're happy. 
And they're like, woohoo, we did it. But then the bob captain comes through on the mic to the train and he says, you got to stop the train. There's a dead end up ahead. But they can't stop the train because the bullets hit the control panel and there's no emergency brakes. And they can't get Sandra Bullock off the train because she's handcuffed to the pole. So Keanu decides to make the train go full speed ahead around a corner so that it jumps the track because somehow a derailing train is better than a crashing yeah. train. It's common knowledge. <laughs> and she's like, you got to get off the train. You can still get off the train. You got to jump and he won't leave her behind. And he wraps himself around her and the pole and the train crashes and rolls through a construction site and through a days without accident sign, which is very funny. Mm-hmm. And then it comes to a stop. And then they're hugging, and she's like, I can't believe you didn't leave me. And he says, yeah, well, I didn't have anywhere to be just then. And then Keanu Reeves says, you know, I heard that relationships based on intense experiences never work out. And she says, well, then we're just going to have to base it on sex. And then they make out with tourists taking pictures of them as the credits roll over a Billy Idol track. Great. Great closing. The end. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. You know, when you say some of that stuff out loud... You know, if you hadn't seen it, you'd be like, oh, I don't know about that this movie. That silly. <laughs> and then when you watch it, though, you're like, I'm in. You get there step by step, right? If they well, started if, in the third act. If you spelled act. out what happens in Die Hard, it sounds silly, too. That's like, true. It's just action doesn't translate super right. well into... Because half of this stuff is driving around intensely, like, with the music <laughs> building. And you don't know if this bus is going to make it. But you, there's no way to, like, really draw out that tension verbally. So... When you're when you're breaking it down, action movies that are based on building tension and big action sequences yeah. are always going to not translate super well. It's going to be really interesting when we get to John Wick. <gasps> We're just going to be like, he he headshots everybody. The yeah. Right. There's <laughs> there's like 50,000 bullets and then it's over. But it's a really good movie. Speed is good. If I made it sound silly and turned you off of watching it and you haven't seen Speed yet, don't get turned off of watching it. Go see it oh it's amazing truly at least two of us on this podcast think it is as good as the original die hard ev i don't know you sounded a little skeptical one of us thinks Ugh. it's better than die it's hard. just big it's just a big claim you know i'm just i don't know it's scary go watch die hard and then watch I'm not speed saying again die hard is bad no. i would never say die hard is bad but if you sat me down and said you have to watch one movie every day forever is it speed or is it die hard i would choose speed because speed is funnier it's right yeah, that's true. You got a couple quips from John McClane, but not... You uh, do. I mean, every you know. good action movie has a few good quips. Like, that's the whole thing with an action movie is like a cool one-liner. Absolutely. But Speed has more funny stuff. Sounds like a pretty good Twitter poll. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, that I'll, is a pretty good I'll set it Twitter up. poll. You two retweet it, and then uh, <laughs> we'll see what we get. We'll see what we get. This is a weird thing, Ev. I'm super, I'm, I'm curious. Do you know what that car was that Keanu was driving? It was like a really cool silver SUV. And I'm like, I have like this weird obsession now recently with like these older SUVs. And I'm like, like that an sort F- of Jeep kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's what I, I love that thing. I was like, man, I might. The one that he like gets in after the, uh, after the coffee shop. Yeah, like his personal <laughs> car, I oh, guess. Yeah, Whatever that is. That's right up your alley. That's, um, trying to remember what it was i think it might have been an international scout uh or it could have been like an old fj oh i'm trying to put it in my mind it's in that in that same arena i'm actually looking up a picture of it now but um yeah it's it's one of those two those are like those are the two classic body styles of that time there's a chance 
There's a chance it was a like a 70s Bronco. It would have been interesting given the events of yeah. 1994. How about so. it? <laughs> well, so that was another thing that I saw in the trivia of this is that um, Speed came out like the same week as the O.J. Simpson thing. And there's so many shots <laughs> wow. because they were doing all the aerial shots from helicopters of the bus and like cops chasing stuff down. There's a lot of shots that people obviously there's no way that they could be connected like one could draw source material from the other yeah but it was very 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 coincidental that a lot of this movie looked a lot like the oj simpson event yeah i i think it was a 1970 bronco beautiful yeah actually bronco was a really cool looking truck for a while um and then it kind of got lame but you know they they had like they had the bronco that didn't have a cab on the back and there were still seats back there and and that was like a really cool truck that they came out with and then they got lame but yeah that's a that's a that's a pretty truck you can find that one get it all right i'm, I'm all, i'll be on that tonight <laughs> the only the only other thing i noticed i hope the two of you noticed this as well is and i this might be a common theme with dennis hopper is that when we watched river's edge he had the blow-up doll and then mm-hmm. in speed in his lair there was a a nude mannequin and i'm like what is it with this dude that's so super creepy well it had his cop uniform on it at one point oh okay so it was it it was like he was using it as like a stand for his cop uniform but then he takes the cop uniform and now that it's naked yeah i'm just wondering if there's you know because he tends to play like a like a like a person that's a little unhinged so twice now we've seen him as an amputee to varying degrees Mm -hmm. with weird female just like you know it's a blow-up doll and a mannequin i'm like oh this guy's creepy he's got an mo he's got an mo that's about it do we have anything else we want to say about speed go watch it go watch it yeah i think well here we go do we recommend this film yeah yes all right there's there's the three that i wanted oh it's so nice when we all agree Mm -hmm. we had i guess we we technically agreed on the last two also we agreed that they were bad movies and you shouldn't watch them. <laughs> okay. And then the follow-up, clearly, where does this fit in your current Keanu ranking? Oh, boy. This is currently my number one. This what? is my number one as well. It knocks out Bill and Ted by a hair, right? Yeah. It is neck and neck. All right. Yeah. I've got it above Much Ado About Nothing and Bill and Ted in, in the third spot. That's fair. I'm going to agree. I, I mean, I hesitated because Point Break is so good, but... This is better than Point Break. Yeah. I think <laughs> oh, might and Die Hard? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> hmm Yeah. Hey, look, I'm right there with you. I, I'm not afraid. <laughs> Come at me, than... Internet. <laughs> Clearly, if you, you know, you're... you're... Your point breaks down at number six. So you think a lot yeah. of movies are better than Point Break. That's all right. That's true. That's all right. I do. All right. So now I'm very excited. Speaking of our rankings... Next week, we're going to do something a little bit different. It's a very special episode, or whenever we decide to do this thing. I don't know if it's going to be specifically next week, probably the following week. I don't know. We're going to have an episode that we are calling The Reckoning. You may have heard us talk a little bit about this. We're going to go back through our lists for what we are now calling Season 1 of Cool Breeze Over the Mountains. And we're going to rearrange. This is our opportunity to reorder our lists. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So again, we have this grouping of movies now that is approximately 21 long, and we'll have the opportunity to move and, and give proper placement to everything. Yeah, because I feel 
pretty solid about my top three, but everything after that, I don't feel very solid about. Yeah. And I'm thinking that the the format of whatever that episode is, we, maybe we do something where we 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 don't have to talk about every single change we made, but maybe like the biggest changes or your biggest the biggest mistake you made going in, right? Yeah. <laughs> of which I have many. <laughs> but which one moved the most? I think that might be an interesting way to approach that episode. Yeah. So that'll be a little bit shorter. Not a full, you know, like not like our full current type of episode, but a good one nonetheless. And then we will begin uh, season two. I will be mm-hmm. hosting an episode on uh, a film called Johnny Mnemonic, which <laughs> have either of you seen that? I don't think so. No. Good. <laughs> yeah. You're in for something. I don't know. That, that's what I hear. I've tried not to hear anything about it, but I have heard that I'm in for something. It's definitely not going to hold up from it's a it's a movie that relies heavily on technology nomenclature. So there are certain lines that I recall, like off the top of my head, that just won't hold up. At one point, he's like, this thing holds 80 gigabytes of data. You know, it's like, wow, really? (laughs) This episode is 80 gigs of data. (laughs) So that sucks. Uh, So a little cool stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I am too. Over the next couple of weeks. And then we'll have a couple other smaller uh, announcements as the show grows and changes in interesting and great ways. I can't wait to share with everybody. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's about it. I think we, uh, we could bring this in for a landing. Mm-hmm. You can find our website at coolbreezepod.com and access all of our episodes, the list of films we'll be reviewing, and more. You can also reach out by emailing us at coolbreezepod at gmail.com or hitting us up on Twitter at coolbreezepod. If you think this is a podcast you can get behind, please give us a subscription on your preferred platform. And if you're really, really feeling great, give us a review that would help out a bunch, raising awareness, getting more people on the Keanu train. Mm-hmm. We will be back next week. But until then, Whitney, where are you on the Internet? I am at Whitney underscore Nelson, N-A-L-S-E-N on Twitter. And you can follow me there to find all of my other podcasts, of which there are many uh, numerous podcasts. Um, Historical Hotties is a podcast where we go through and decide which uh, dead people are the sexiest. And the most recent episode is all about silent film stars. And we actually ended up choosing all ladies, which was not intentional, but we had a couple guests on and everyone chose a lady uh, to talk about the silent film stars. And it's a really good one. So you can check that out. Also, Almost Better Than Silence uh, is a game where we talk about video games. It's a podcast where we talk about video games. And you should check that out, too. And then there's also Myth Takes, which is a real play RPG that I have a character in. And coming soon is the Fast and Furious podcast that I did, the stunt podcast called Fast Furious Pod, which we're hoping to get out in a couple of weeks. So follow me on Twitter and you can find me retweeting all that stuff as it happens. Perfect. Amazing. Looking forward to the Fast and Furious one. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Evan, please. Please. I'm I'm here. Did you have... Do you have some? Tell us about your vast internet <laughs> presence is what I wanted to say. Um, oh, boy. Um, shoo. Where do I start? Hold on. I got to pull up the full list here on my laptop. Okay. There it is. Um, you can find me at Evan Acree in most places. That's A-C-R-E-E. Um, you know, it's basically everywhere. Um, it's such a unique name, you know, if there's an account with that handle, it's probably mine. So 
Uh, yeah, you know, just go peruse and see what you come up with. That's it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> You're very mysterious. I like it. You're like, eh, maybe here, maybe there, maybe over there. I don't know. You can find me pretty much anywhere on the internet at Dark Driving. I recently uh, revamped uh, my website, showing off some really cool work that I've been up to in the field of video and film and all that good stuff. So please go over there and take a look at that. Tell me what you think. And I'll just leave it at that. So with all that said, thank you all for joining us. And in the words of Bill S. Preston and Ted Theodore Logan, be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Dudes.